dun. Back with another amazing episode of Ford Stringers. It's your boy. It's fucking Captain America in this bitch. It's Flava Fabe. Yo, I got a match against Fabricio Andra Andre Andrade. I don't know. Our names are super similar. It's funny, I feel like I looked him up a long time ago just because our names are similar. I've talked about this before on the podcast, but there was a point where I was like a blue belt and I just added all the Fabians in the area and who do jujitsu. So I typed in Fabian Ramirez in Instagram and I came up with like two or three people and uh one of them and then and then i was like all right what if it's just fabian like it doesn't have to be fabian ramirez and then i added a couple more people and now i got a good group i got like eight people something like that and fabricio he almost made the cut but i got an army of fabianas and fabians that uh i don't know maybe maybe he might make the cut if he if he's able to beat me maybe he'll get an invite to the group be like, all right, all right, all right. You got four letters. You got four letters. You know, that's a five-letter name. The A's repeat. We'll let you in. Uh, but, <laughs> um, yeah, but it's cool. Like, you know, I get nervous before my matches, and this is no different. This, like, kind of blindsided me because... um. I was in Florida with my girl and we were trying to get my dog and um, my dog's from Miami, by the way, Eh, 305, Eh. Um, 305 till I die. Uh, But yeah, um, we were in Miami and I got the call from like Michael Sears or I got, I got the fucking DM and he's like, yo, do you want to replace somebody August 7th against Fabricio? And, uh, this was while I already had my Who's Next finale scheduled. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, I think I had, I told him, I was like, I got to check in with my job or whatever. And then, um, which is just me uh, being like, I need I need an hour to think about this. But then I just, <laughs> I was nervous, you know? Like, fuck, man. I don't want to come on here in front. Like, it's hard, man. It's like, I feel like there's been a serious shift in competition, but not not like, it's not, I'm not saying like the who's next finale was like an especially tough or anything like that. I'm saying more like in general, like I just feel like a competition shift. The venues are bigger. The the it there there's more people like I'm going against people who are serious about this, you know, and I feel like uh I was set up with like I feel like I walked through a lot of cans, you know, and uh, maybe that's not true, maybe it didn't maybe I mean, I just didn't have the opportunity to go with like the best in the world, and like I'm willing to, but like I don't know, I guess i, I it's just what it feels like to me, and some people. Uh, they want to disagree, like some of my training partners and stuff, but I don't know. Like the feeling comes and goes. Sometimes I feel like I could be the best in the world. Sometimes I feel like I'm so far from it. But um, yeah, I accepted the match uh, like pretty much like within the hour, within two hours. Um, yeah, 
I I want the opportunity. I talk a big game online, man. I I really do. I talk a crazy big game online. And you know, like I've backed it up in the sense that I go out there and I like do my best, but I'm not really out here like calling my shots too much. Um and I think I'd like to be that kind of person. I think I'd like to be like, yeah, I'm going to murder this guy with like a heel hook, like before the match type of shit. But, um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's just the, the shift is palpable. Like I feel it at the events. It's nice getting paid now to compete, but like still like it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. This is all I asked for, you know, like if you've been following my journey, um, through this podcast, which has been more like a journal than anything. Um, you'll see like, it's almost like I've been asking for this for the longest time, but like from the universe, you know, and, uh, here I am, you know, I'm in, I'm in the thick of it. I'm in like the fucking eye of the storm right now. Like, and I think I just have to talk all this shit out, everything I'm feeling. Like, um, a lot of these podcasts are very, like, impromptu. And, like, I just go off of what I'm thinking. And, um, yeah, it just feels like uh, I'm in the thick of it. And I, and I have to start finding, like, joy in these moments because I should be enjoying the journey. And I am enjoying the journey. It It, it is really easy to enjoy the journey and like, uh, but it's also really easy to get fucking stressed and like all worked up and like think about like getting hurt or like losing, like, you know, what is actually like, it, 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 it bothers me, but I mean, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. It's almost like, I feel like I'm good at losing, but I don't want to be good at losing. This is like a gift and a curse or whatever. Like I, I lose and it's like water off a duck's back, but it should be, I feel like infuriating me more. There's like a listlessness to me, like sometimes when I lose, like where I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like, and then I just, but then I don't want to be like that. And I try not to, but it, it's like, it's hard. Like once you get exposed in competition to seek that knowledge of like oh like how do i regard better oh it's different than how i usually play guard it's fundamental if i need if i want to play guard better i have to fundamentally change the way i play guard and like and like once you discover that knowledge it's like i don't even want to do that i'm so used to i'm comfortable doing jujitsu this way and i mean I, I feel like that that has happened to me and i i have to stop like reaching more than anything and like start playing a tighter guard and um in order and and it just feels like I'm changing everything. So I mean, I'm trying though. I'm like forcing myself to evolve. As as much as like it sounds like I'm like downtrodden or whatever the fuck like let, let me be clear. Like don't get it twisted. Like I'm still endeavoring, all right? Like I have this fucking dog on my lap that's counting on me. I have my girl, she's counting on me. She got a little dog and that little dog is counting on me too. I got my family counting on me, you know, don't mean to name the dogs first, but, um, I don't know. I just have, but you know what? Even fuck all that. Like I'm doing this for me and I feel it like deep down inside. Like I want, like it's my selfish desire to be like one of the best in the world or the best in the world. And I have to stop like kidding myself about that. Like the reason I have such a crazy drive to compete and like throw my life away for this shit is because I'm like, 
utterly selfish and and like i just want this for me it's something that i'm like fighting for for me and uh it makes me feel good it makes me feel like worth living and like i have a purpose and like all the stuff that comes with it while i do enjoy like the notoriety and like the 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 the, the friendships that i'm building along the way um this feels like something I, I pray. I, I feel like it, this is something that I would do regardless, even if I didn't have all that. That's just kind of like a really big plus. And um, just something that I can try to be the best at. Um, it fulfills me. And, and like, it, in like, in the most selfish way, because like, if it didn't help anyone else out, any any other people out, I wouldn't give a fuck. I would just want this for me. So like, I mean, I'm glad I can help my training partners out and, and, and I'm, I appreciate that. Like, I'm, I'm glad that that's what I fell in love with is like the sport that lets me give back so much. But even if it was anything else, even if it was like doing heroin, like I feel like I'm the person who will throw everything away for that. And I'm just so glad it's jujitsu and I have to keep my focus right. And just, be grateful that I can like be in this game still. And, you know, like this is dangerous. There's like always a chance to be injured and stuff, especially at the highest levels. And like, I'm just fuck man. Like it's crazy. It, it's turning. I'm about to turn 30, dude. Like I can't just sleep shit off. I used to just be able to sleep everything off. It was fucking lit. And now I got to go up against like these youngins, like 29 like I'm 29 and they're going to be like 23, 22. Like Tackett was pretty young too. I think he's like 20. Um, But yeah, like all my training partners are pretty young except for like the black belts. It's crazy. And uh, I don't know. You just, you know, I, I found jujitsu when I did, so I got to make the most of it. But I've been enjoying training lately. You know, the universe... I, I, I be talking about the universe sometimes, bro. The universe has put me on the path, yo. Like, I've been talking about this shit for years. And then, like, like the butterfly effect has been set so long ago that um, it's already, like, I, I, I feel like all these things that are happening now have been set in motion three, four fucking years ago, you know? Like, I used to want to be on Rise. I used to... Like, and then I saw flow grappling and then I was like, why aren't I on that? Like, I feel like I could do really good at Brazilian trials and stuff. And just seeing all these people competing and like wanting that so badly. And then here it is like right in front of me. And, you know, I just have to, I just have to be aware that, yo, I asked for this shit. I can't like ask for shit and then back away from it. So I'm going full force and it's really nice to um say it out loud i'm sorry if i'm being really redundant but um i really got to work this shit out it's not like i'm going to therapy and i i really should be but whatever i got a dog instead um <laughs> uh you know what's cool so i was talking about the universe put me on the path the universe also gives me like a means to win i think because as soon as I accepted the match and it went public, like I've been getting these doors opening to me for training that like, I don't know, it's just like shit I couldn't have imagined, you know, like um, take today, for example, like I went to Royal and I did a wrestling class at 11. Uh, today's like Sunday. 
It's uh, Masa's class. Uh, he's like a really great wrestler who knows my girl. And uh, I saw them at Rise because I was at Rise last night. Um, and uh, she introduced me to them and they invited me to go train over there at the wrestling class. And uh, Lutz, Matuz Lutz, uh, he, Lutez Lutz, uh, he's already, he already has me over there like Tuesday. He already invited me to go there Tuesday. And then to go there Sunday now is fucking awesome. So I went there today and I just had these great wrestling rounds. And like, this is the type of shit I need. I need, I need like hard rounds with different people and like just to be able to push and, and feel good and, and gain some confidence, you know? And um feels good having someone like Masa like compliment my wrestling or just even say like, oh, you did that move right. And then now that I have the confidence that I did the move right, um, I can I, I can know that I can go for it and like I'm doing it right. So it gives me more like tools in the box. Like I just need to keep that shit sharp. And um, yeah. Uh, and like another thing, Royal uh, has Matus Denise. Denise, I don't know. I, I think that's how you say it. I'm sorry. And then Juan. Juan just got invited to 66 kg in uh, ADCC by Mo and uh he actually beat Fabricio. So tell me how out of all the fucking people in the world I get introduced to this motherfucker like 2 weeks out from my match with the guy he beat. You know, like what are the odds? This guy straight out of Brazil just moved here to New York a couple months ago and he's training at Marcelo's with Denise cuz and I guess Marcelo left to Hawaii so I guess they need like an instructor there to help out or something but like even so or or I know him and Denise look pretty close from their like his Instagram I looked at it I went to go follow him and they they got mad pictures together so maybe he's just doing his ADCC camp over here cuz I don't know good training um but yeah I I got to get a couple rounds in with him and the physicality on Brazilians is fucking different, bro. Like it's crazy. I, I got out of there and I was like, damn, they called Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for a reason. And that sounds so fucking corny, but it's just a different, um, tempo. I think it is more than anything. And I'm so glad I got to feel it so that I wasn't surprised by it because it's like they're doing striking, but in grappling, like in the sense that they're throwing like five move combos that even if they don't work, they are, giving each move a hundred percent like it's as if they're trying to knock you out with each fucking con with each fucking movement they're doing they're giving it a hundred percent and they're able to do that for five or six moves and they're able to pick their shots like better than i would say american grapplers do just because our style i feel like american grappler style is more like a relentless like 60 70 percent pace whereas it feels like Brazilian grapplers are like more like a capoeira, like they're moving to like a, a slower rhythm and then they are ready to explode and throw a baseball bat kick to your fucking head, which is like basically just like a flying knee cut equivalent, you know, like it, it's interesting. And, um, the more I roll with Juan and, and all these other guys and like, uh, the more I get used to it and I won't be surprised by it. And it's not like I'll get dazed by it. And, you know, it would really warm my heart if I could just pick this guy up and slam him on his head and then fucking take his back and choke him out. That would, that would tickle my fancy. But, uh, I mean, who knows? Like, who knows, dude? Uh, I'm really excited. I, 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 I've been wrestling. I've been wrestling for a while. Um, so hopefully I'm good enough to do it. 
And that's how I really, I really want the match to go like that. It would be so fucking lit. If th this is my visualization that I've been seeing, like as of late, is just that I, uh, I hit like a nice uh, single leg, and then he sprawls heavy. I build back up to my feet, and then he's like grabbing my uh, hand, my my outside hand, to try to jump a triangle, right? And then um, I come up to a body lock on him. And then he tries to like Uchi me and I get my legs in between and then I try to put him down. He like postures and then I get to like a back body lock and then I mat return him and then take his back and he's stunned. And then I do the little double, double rear naked grips and I choke him out from there. And I, I, I had to go through that like step by step with you guys because that has to be real dude <laughs> if i can manifest getting on fucking who's number one and who's next and stuff like that i can manifest this all right Th this shouldn't be that big of a fucking deal <laughs> but yeah that's it's fucking crazy though i mean holding this dog and then talking about the match um it kind of helps i think i understand like therapy dogs uh but yeah i, I i've got a lot of hard training with Huan coming up i got probably like four more sessions with him before um I have to face Fabricio, so I'm going to get as many rounds as I can with him and try to study and push the pace. Um, 15 minutes is a long-ass time for any man. So, I don't know. I'm excited to see what it feels like to do that. I mean, I've already gone 15 minutes before, so it's nothing new. Uh, I've gone like 48 minutes. It's nothing new, so... I can't wait. And I feel like, I feel like not for nothing. I feel like Tackett puts on a crazier pace than, um, Fabricio. So I think that if I work my pin escapes, if he does pass me and I keep the movements going and shit, I think that's my keys to victory and just getting him tired and shit like that, getting him to bug out and use too much energy. I think those are my keys to victory. And then I know I'm going to be able to get him in some leg entanglements. 50-50, Reap, Dashi, I don't know. But I'm going to have to break this guy's foot. And then once I break his foot, then either I have to break his other foot or fucking uh, that's the only way I'm going to be able to take his back and like choke him is like if I incapacitate him in some sense. So it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a crazy match. Ah! I can't wait. I'm a professional athlete, all right? That fucking little Instagram thing isn't just bullshit anymore. I didn't change my account for no reason. All right, you heard? And um, I don't know. Just bugging, man. I'm just bugging. I had to get my thoughts out on the podcast. I know uh, I have some consistent listeners, and I don't know if this is the kind of content you fuck with. Usually it's just more funny, but this is what's going on now. All right, I'll give you some funny shit. Okay, so so I go to, um, I go to Marcelo's. And in the city after, so I trained with Juan and Denise and Lutz at Royal on a Tuesday. And then I asked them when they're training again. And they said Wednesday and Thursday. So I went to the city two times, 1230 Marcellos, right? And um, what do you call it? Uh, like, first of all, my AC doesn't work in my car. You you guys already know that. It's been like that for like three years now. And uh It'll work for like two weeks and then it just won't work. Um, so yeah, I went to the city and it was super fucking hot. I was already drenched by the time I parked and like, I, I guess that's good for warmups. Um, he told me the class was at 12 and I showed up at like 12 Oh five. 
And he was like, oh, you're early. And I'm like, oh, shit. He's like, it starts at 1230. Oh, thank God. So I went to go burn. And on my way out, I see Juan. And I burned the fattest Jay. And then I come back in. And this room, this fucking gym is the hottest. I, they're, it's like favela weather. It's fucking crazy, yo. Like, they got all the windows open, but no AC. So it's just, and like, there's a class going on before. And the thing is, it's already steaming by the time you get in there. You're you're not even able to breathe by the, the time you're done with the drills. But that, that's great. I love that. I need that, you know? It's not going to be that hot at who's number one, but I need to replicate that. I need to get my heart rate up. So I love it, you know? Um, uh, I really try to embrace it. But uh, yeah, so... We go, I, I mean, I, I go to the class. It's like they're doing like wrestling warm up. So I'm so unathletic. Like I, I, I cannot be doing like a head spring off of a front roll. You know what I mean? Or like a back roll and then a head spring. Like I try, but whatever. So I look retarded there. And then um, uh, I got paired up with like a black belt who uh, he was like a bigger version of like I don't know. He he was just like a big like version of me, I guess. He's just like wider than me and he uh he was a black belt out of Marcellus. His name was Jimmy. He rocked and that was my partner. He was really nice to me. Um but yeah, like after the class and uh like I w- I was completely wrecked. Like Juan fucking ran a train on me. Denise ran a train on me. Everyone f- fucked me up. Like I was getting fucked up by like this Asian dude who didn't even speak a word of English, like it, it, it was pretty bad. But I mean, you know, I'm just getting used to the environment and stuff. So um, the second day wasn't as bad, but the first day I didn't know they had like open showers. This is my first experience in open showers. Like um, I never did sports and like I did gym class, but I mean, nobody ever like showered really in gym class. And like, I was never on wrestling or anything like that. So I've never experienced open showers. I heard open showers has like, um, traumatized like kids. Like I can't imagine being in middle school and like half of you guys got pubes and then like, you're just getting picked on because you got a little baby dick still. (laughs) Like that would scar a kid for life. You'd never, you'd never take a shower with another friend, like person, like friend again. What a shame, right? <laughs> no, but like, so like in, at Sarah's, it's like weird to like show your dick. Like, it's almost like not polite to like show your dick to another person when you can like turn away and like fucking change in the corner or something like that. Whereas at this gym, it's like dick out. Like, where, yo, where's your dick? Let me see it. Take it out. What's it doing? What's it? How's it been? What did you, did you shave? Like, let me see. What's up? <laughs> like, it was crazy. I, I was, it was like, I just wasn't used to the open showers, you know? Like, I go and I'm like, oh shit. Like, I guess I got, I'm gonna get naked and just <laughs> shower in the corner. And I go to shower in the corner. And then Matu's like walks up to me and he's like trying to have a conversation to like with me in the fucking shower with who on there. And I'm like turning around. <laughs> I'm like turning around. I'm like fully bushed up, brother, because I'm in a relationship. There's no reason for me to shave, right? I'm fully bushed out of my mind. And I do the, the shy little half back turn. And then he keeps talking to me. So I just do the full turn. And I'm like, ah, I guess I'm just going to have my dick towards you. Like, whatever. Like, how is it that, how is it that I've 
been training under Jason for like five, six years. I've he's never seen my dick. But Matuz, Denise has seen my dick twice. Juan has seen my dick twice. All the guys, all the fellas at Marcellus have already seen. It's more bond. It's a bonding experience, and like I think open showers are the wave. I think it makes the lock. It makes everything move quicker in the locker room. You're not worried about like, oh, I got to change here or anything like that. You bing bang bong. You're fucking done. Nobody's taking cold showers. <laughs> the man who takes a cold shower in an open shower is the bravest man alive. That man, that man is on some key, on some fucking control your body type shit that I will, I need to achieve. You know, he's on his Wim Hof. If you can, if you can keep your girth while you're taking a cold shower, and then you're comfortable enough to walk around until in the open locker room after a cold shower, you're, you're the man. You, you're destined for greatness. You know what I mean? And and it's funny because like Sarah's is like everyone's weirded out by. There's like a, a a black belt there who like he he normally he's like he's like naked he's just naked all the time and he'll change naked he'll do everything naked whatever and then people make fun of him for it they'll be like come on like put some fucking clothes on like you don't got to do that he's taking a shower with a dish towel like it's not even a full size towel it's like a dish towel and his ass cheeks are out but that's normal I guess it's us we're weird we're weird yo. And I felt weird. And I was like, God, I'm so weird. And that takes away from your dick energy. That's small dick energy. And that, you know what? And that's what I was, and I came in there the next day, bro. Let me tell you something. I tried to shave my pubes and my brother's shaver disintegrated. Like uh, it like fell apart in my hand as I was trying to, as I was trying to use it. And thank God my brother doesn't listen to this podcast. Cause he used to try to kick my ass for using his uh, shaver when I was a kid. Or like when I was like a teenager or whatever. Because he'd be like, are you using my fucking face trimmer for your pubes? And I'm like, no. And maybe I did. <laughs> and maybe that's just the, the part of having a little brother. Maybe that's what happens when you have a little brother who's... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so disrespectful. <laughs> Looking back, maybe that was the wrong thing to do. But I'm lazy. And my pubes are out of control, yo. So... I forgot where I was going with that. Well, anyway, you better believe I took my brother's fucking trimmer again and uh, it disintegrated. So Karma came back around 15 years later. Karma's a bitch. Anyway, I had to take uh, scissors um, and like chop my pubes with like safety scissors basically and it was the most dangerous thing i've ever done but i did it all for the sake of having big dick energy because it's not even that the pew it's not even that having pubes like changes like the size of your dick really because it's all matted down once you take a shower it's you got to feel confident right so like if you're gonna walk in to an open shower gym like heads up marcellus is an open shower gym if you're gonna walk into there make sure you're make sure you feel comfortable with whatever you're gonna be showing because if not they're gonna smell like blood in the water and they're gonna be like yo what's up they're gonna try palling around with you extra just to get you to turn around and then you're like what oh uh, uh, don't look at it <laughs> So I came in the next day fucking freshly scissor pubed out. And let me tell you something, brother. I felt great. I'm ready for open shower. I'll do open showers every fucking day of my life. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Take a warm shower. Don't take a cold shower. Those are my tips. Take a warm shower. 
Um, try not to worry too much about finding a corner to change in. Weigh yourself. Command the space. Command your area. People are going to give you room because you're swinging dick around. All right? So, you know, fucking embrace it you know don't fucking don't don't be the guy don't be that guy don't be that guy changing with a towel i would rather be the tiniest dick guy than to be the guy who everyone's naked and they have a towel and then they're fucking changing their changing their uh changing under the towel that guy has the tiniest dick of all i don't care what what size dick he has because he is that it's the energy, yo? It's like, yo, what are you hiding there? What are you hiding? You got a baby dick? Come on, let me see it. Let me see it. This isn't gay. This is jujitsu. Let me see it. I just touched you for like two hours. Don't be weird. Let me see it. What do you have? Herpes? If you have herpes, let me know. <laughs> but yeah, Marcelo's rules, and it's not just because of the open showers, it's because of the hard training, and I can't wait to go back. And yeah, I'm endeavoring. Maybe tomorrow I'll get the plane tickets. Two weeks out from my fucking fight. I have to, I'm like what, 158 pounds. I have to be 145. So I got to get this weight cut shit really popping. Um, yeah. Well, this has been fun. Uh, I need you guys to buy shit online on Fort Stringers because uh, I'm broke as hell. And I have, you would see over there, stock upon stock of Ford Stringer's apparel so hopefully you guys uh, clean me out online alright thank you guys love you done done